special escorts by law enforcement. It's a southern tradition that's been going on for generations. Well, this morning, Pensacola police sent a memo to funeral homes in the city saying the department would be scaling way back on that service. The police chief wanted to cut it to just three days a week and the service would no longer be free. Well, by this afternoon, the chief had changed his mind. But as WEAR's Brent Carney reports tonight, the idea is not completely off the table. Yeah, Bob, the Pensacola police chief says they'll be doing funeral escorts as they always, ha always have. They're offered five days a week and free of charge. But funeral homes are bracing for possible changes in the future. Yeah, so apparently there was a memo sent to the funeral home saying, uh, you know, three days a week available only, and you're going to have to pay for the officers, like $150 a piece. And then the chief uh, kind of reversed himself on this, or at least that's what Channel 3 was reporting last night. But uh, we always talk to somebody from PPD on Thursdays at 738. So here we go. Officer Greg Gordon is sitting in today for Mike Wood, who is taking a much-needed and certainly well-earned vacation. Uh, Officer Gordon, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hey, good to have you. So let, let's talk a little bit about this this policy. The letter seemed to indicate, or the memo seemed to indicate, staffing shortage. I had been under the impression that the PPD was pretty close to fully staffed, that we had resolved all of those issues as much, even like last year, basically. Has there been a change in staffing levels? You know, the, um, when we talk about the staffing levels and everything, operationally, we're, we're not 100%. We have a lot of officers that are going through the academy, that are going through their field training program, the FTO program. So they're not solo officers yet or, or not fully officers. So we're just we're, we're going through that right now. Then we have officers that are, that are maybe on light duty or on leave or along that line. So when it comes to the escorts, they're very important. They're, you know, the uh, service we provide. However, we got to make sure that we take care of our primary calls of service. So... We have to pull away from the escorts a little bit. And this is only a temporary thing. Okay, so maybe I was unclear. I th Channel 3 made it sound like, or what I took away was, the decision to back off the escorts had been made and then was unmade that we're back to where we were before. But it sounds like you're telling me, no, this actually is the policy going forward. Can you just kind of clarify where we're at right now? Like, what is the policy? Yeah, so we, the, the chief and uh, has has to several funeral homes uh, or with the memo. Um, we're still working on the decision and how we're going to move forward with it. So there's nothing set in stone yet. But right now, at, at this point, it's like I said, it's temporary. It's temporary. It's not suspension, but we're, we're pulling back a little bit. If we can do an escort, if we have the officers and manpowers to do the, to do the escort for the day they offer or ask, uh, we're going to do it. But if that escort is a little bit larger, which you know some funerals are pretty large at times and, and have a long distance of travel. We just don't have the manpower to do it. So it will be a reduction to only available three days a week, and it will be a cost to the uh, the, the hirer, if you will, of $150 per officer. Is that actually in place now, or are we still waiting on the details? Again, you tell me. I don't no, know. We, we, we are, we're going to provide the, the escort. At, at no cost it's a service that we provide now okay. uh if there's a if there's a, a funeral on the weekends if a funeral home would want to hire an officer to to do that um but that's still in the works we're not there yet so but the monday the, the three days a week or the monday through friday however it falls we're still going to offer that service okay so the the three days a week yes the charge, no. The opportunity for other arrangements is forthcoming. Is that basically right? Yeah, that's, okay. that's 
for the most part, yes. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, that's 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 a little bit of, of a clarity. Now, my question is, why implement the policy like this instead of, for example, going to city council and saying, you know, this is a problem that we're having. Can we, you know, get some more hires? Can we get some more money? Can we, you know, is there is there not a solution at city council? Or is this really just temporary because, you know, you've got officers coming through the academy? And it's really temporary. Like I said, we have officers that are in the academy that are in field training right now. And also, you know, like I said, we have some officers that are um, on light duty and that are on leave. So uh, we're we're trying to work with that and work within those parameters to to, to provide the best service we can. And 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 like I said, we we know how important these funeral escorts are uh, for for the community and the families. Um, but we also have to look at the operational aspects of getting to calls, emergency calls, and, and providing that service to the community as well. Absolutely. I understand that. Very good. Well, thank you for answering questions. I appreciate that. Uh, phone lines, I guess, are still not working at PPD. Is that right? Yeah, we had a, a, a technical issue. There's some some software that went down, and they've been working on it all night, uh, still diligently, but we're, we're, we're receiving 911 calls, we, so you can still call 911. We do have emails up and everything, but to call a non-emergency uh, investigations records um, along that line, our dispatchers, uh, our non-emergency lines, uh, it's not going through. So we're still working on it. Um, we, if if someone does need, uh, they can need us. We can call. Uh, they can call the the sheriff's department. And they can be routed over to us uh, in in their special way. I'm not sure how they do it, but. Hmm. Um, they can reach out to us that way. So uh, the, the the sheriff's office has a key under the mat at the back door, uh, but nobody can get through the front door of the phone system right now. So, okay, all right. That's... Hey, we're, 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 we're breaking windows. We're trying to get in there. <laughs> hey, it's okay to break windows on your own home to get in. You know, that's that, that, that's the good yeah. news. Uh, we also have, uh, obviously, it is holiday season. Um, you guys are going to do a, a food collection next week at Apple Market. Is that right? Yeah, Apple Market. Uh, I'm, I don't have the date. Uh, I'll be able to put out a press release uh, Friday, but uh, we're going to be uh, at Apple Market next week and collecting food and getting ready to give some, uh, the, these items to the community, some members in the community, and for for, uh, for for the holiday. Very good. And I didn't lead with this because you and I chatted briefly before you came on the air, but uh, it's been a pretty quiet week. No high-profile incidents to talk about. Is that right? You know, it's been a pretty quiet week. We, uh, you know, it's the the weather. Um, we re- we really want people to remember, you know, to to be careful when they're running these uh, these uh, heaters inside. Keep them away from curtains. You know, try not to plug them into uh, to these uh, power strips and everything like that. They pull a lot of energy and 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 they could cause fires. So we want people to be careful of that. And then check on check on our parents, check on our elderly, because it is getting cold out there, and we want to make sure they're okay. Most definitely. And don't use the old uh, $3 dollar general uh, extension cord for your power <laughs> heater. You know, you gotta, it's got to gotta be rated for the right stuff. I'm sure uh, Chief Craner appreciates the mention of the fire safety. Uh, last thing, just a kind of an interesting news note this week. There's been a study that has, they've been working on, essentially, a fentanyl vaccine that is not yet ready you know they've they tried it on rats they're not yet ready for human trials but soon and the idea there is that it would make the body I- immune to the effects of fentanyl it would bind up on the molecule and basically your body would eject it like anything that's a neutralized pathogen uh, i had not realized immediately the value of this but for first responders law enforcement possibly for medical professionals um this this would be a huge thing in your field right 
it, it would be. And this is to to adverse the the, the drug or the the Narcan that we use. No, 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 fentanyl specifically. Fentanyl. Okay. It would make fentanyl. it so that it wouldn't have an effect on you theoretically. Man, that that would be great. You know, we we uh, carry Narcan right now, and I can't tell you how many times we've used it um, throughout this week, and uh, you know, and, and have saved people's lives regarding it. You know, and. And we have an epidemic going on, but, you know, we're out here trying to protect the community regardless of what's going on. We want That would be a great opportunity for us and, and law enforcement to have that out there in and, and the medical field because, you know, we, we want to make sure people are safe and, and, and not dying. Well, I was I was this, thinking of know, it just like was, for the officers, you know, like the officers would be immunized yeah. against inadvertent contact. How you have to be so careful these days yeah. with fentanyl, oh, that, yeah. you know, totally, totally. That that would be uh, that would be great, you know, um, we, you know, it'd be something we'd have to look into and you know, um, see how it goes. But yeah, I would, uh, me personally, yeah, I, I want to definitely be uh, immune to that stuff. I think we're we're a little ways from the rollout, but I saw that news and uh, I just thought it was such a such an interesting prospect for changing, you know, benefiting you guys uh, if if it all holds up eventually. Obviously, all right. Well, Officer Greg Gordon, hold uh, on. Hey, Greg, it's Candy Cullerton from TK. I just want hey, to say Candy, hi. How are you? Good. I miss you. Okay, that's all. I, I thought I get to do traffic and we tell you that. Long, we have we go back a long way. Long way. He was my first police friend. Aww. I know. I, I love see, you, and I'm glad. Whenever, to see whenever, whenever I think I know a number of people, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, oh I'm my way God. tighter than Greg. No you. <laughs> I love you. Tell your family I said hello. Okay, bye. <laughs> candy, right. not just Candy knows everybody. Everybody knows Candy. I love that. Everybody Greg, thanks candy. so much for the time this morning, sir. I appreciate it. All right. If I don't talk to Fort Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Be safe, okay? Uh, same to you. Same to you. 740.